0: Hey, buddy. Yo. So how's it going?
1: You know what? It's going. Okay. It's going.
0: Can't ask any more than that. So I'll just start the thing. Hey everybody, welcome to Chaos, the Final Frontier. And I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. With me as always is Artie Vice. And today, <laughs> and today we're watching season one episode eighteen.
1: 18.
0: eighteen of Star Trek Deep Space Nine duet. So Yeah.
1: yeah. Deep
0: Space Nine can finally vote. Pretty much. This, actually, this is a really dark episode, but it's also really good. And I can't wait to watch it with you because I like it's one of my favorite episodes now that I remember what it was.
1: So, You're one of my favorite episodes.
0: Thank you. All right. So I guess we should just start the show. Um, are you all ready to go? We're at zero on season 118? Yep. All right. We can hit play in three, two, one, play. Please. and there's the space station, as always, it's the most spacious of stations. Uh, so, oddly enough, as we just start reading the, um, or as we're watching the beginnings of this episode, I recently just started watching Babylon Five for the first time ever in my life, and oh, yeah. I like I knew kind of I knew about the show, like I knew it existed. I did not realize how weirdly um, similar to Deep Space Nine it is. Mm. Uh, Babylon 5 was a, I guess it was on PNT, um, and it started in 93, just like Deep Space Nine, and it's about a space station run by humans. Yeah. it's It's very, it, like, it's really weird that they're both the same year. Like, if one was a year later, it would make a lot more sense to my brain. Like one per, one side was ripping off the other, but they started in the same year. So, I just thought that was weird. That's a weird little thing that happened in my life. <laughs> mm. Not Cal and Nora. Good God, no. I'm being glib about it, but that's actually a horrible thing. Yeah.
1: Commander, I'd like to go down and meet this patient so that I can
0: kill him with my own bad hands. So, for anybody, I'm just going to sum up what why this is kind of a bad thing. Um, the disease that this person has, there's a uh, passenger just arriving with the disease, and Major Kier is like, the only way you get this disease is if you were at a forced labor camp when there was a mining accident. So think Nazi Germany forced labor yeah. camp. And now we're going to get the big surprise. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: The surprise is the person with the disease is a Cardassian. And that would mean he probably wasn't there for forced labor. Nope. <laughs> uh, that would be my
1: guess.
0: Yep. So that's where we're at in this episode. This episode's about a war criminal. Here we go.
1: Yeah. Now it's time but for the in- it's time for the theme music now.
0: I was gonna let you go. Like if you were gonna go through the whole credits with the theme music, i no. No, no.
1: no, I don't want us to get sued.
0: Yeah, they're owned by Disney now, you should really...
1: Exactly, that's fine. Not that they're owned by Disney, I should probably... I'm not going to take that chance.
0: Oh, I just... No, wait, no. I think this is still owned by Paramount, okay. Um, some Star Trek stuff I think was done under the 20th Century Fox bandwagon, I think, but most of it's owned by Paramount, so it's still not owned by Disney. But if there was a... if If the day comes where Disney buys Paramount, We'll finally get that epic crossover. Yeah. When. That's true. Disney is trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, while we got the credits going, I might as well talk about our new sponsor. Oh, it's a, it's a good one this week. Uh, that's right. We got sponsors now. And uh, this week's sponsor is High Stakes um, Ranch for all your marijuana and beef needs. So... This ranch um, takes cows, and they what they do is they put them in a barn, and they smoke a lot of pot around them to infuse the meat with all sorts of potty goodness. So when you're thinking marijuana meat, think high steaks. I, I love them especially because they're a pun. Get it? High steaks? No? Okay.
1: <laughs> really? Yep. That's where we're going with this?
0: Listen, they paid their $10, so i whatever you want me to say for $10. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, but back to Star Trek and the Cardassian who just ran away when they called security.
1: <laughs> Somebody tell me what's going on. This you nope. don't need know oh, shit.
0: Yeah, just whatever, Bashir. Come on. God, don't you know all Cardassians are assholes? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so, um, because I do this with every episode, the original air date for this episode was June 13th, 1993. Woo! So, if you didn't already know that we're at the end of the season, usually in June, TV shows are trying to wrap up.
1: Of course Kira doesn't care. I love that. I don't care what's what's the rules, what's law, as long as I get to kill.
0: Yeah. I mean, you gotta understand where she's coming from a little bit. Like If you were yeah. in World War II and you liberated Auschwitz and you had a chance to get Mengele, you'd probably be on board with that even if they said that that's not Mengele. At least that's what she's saying. She might... Um, I don't think they've actually said who this guy is yet, but the fact that he was there, they're basically, tre- she wants to treat him like, you know, he right. ran the house. Yeah, this is actually a very, um, the idea for this episode is really an interesting one. Like, I guess the first idea before they got into what it eventually became was what if you, like, you were responsible for the life of your worst enemy? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's where it started. So that's where we're kind of going. It's another like we talked about. I think a couple weeks ago. It's another bottle episode because a lot of the stuff happens in one spot again to save money. But it's also one of the best episodes of the season. So.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, it makes it's it makes complete sense. Like. Yeah. It also makes complete sense why he's not allowing her to talk to him though because of that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no. You do definitely want a neutral party. So I really, um, I would honestly, because this is like I've said before, this is kind of a DVD commentary nobody's asked for if you watch this with us. If you've never seen this episode or if it's been a while for you, go back and watch this without our commentary. Because the acting job by the, especially the guy that plays the Cardassian is so good, it's really just worth watching
1: hmm. Hmm. What the hell? Am I still drunk? Am I in jail with a What was
0: the bow? Oh, uh, I was trying to think of the right line to make a Blazing Saddles reference. <laughs> He's basically the Waco Kid of Star Trek.
1: Clearly, clearly, that is the case. Odo's going to need a Odo's going to need a deputy, and it's just going to turn out to be that guy. Yep, fastest faser uh, in the west.
0: What do you like to do? I don't know. Play chess? Screw? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if anybody's wondering, because I watched that movie not a few months ago, still holds up. Still pretty funny. <laughs> Anybody had to... It was curious. Does boys and Saddles hold up? Yes, yes, it does.
1: I bet Kira reached out to the this Bajoran person. <clears throat>
0: I don't remember if she did or not.
1: I hit- guarantee.
0: Like- yeah, no, it would make sense for earlier, but they've gotten a lot better, like not going over each other's heads or not trying to go over Cisco's head. But also, this is kind of a you know, obviously a very different situation.
1: I, I dude, I knew it. I knew she told. He just said, "I heard. I've heard that you're holding somebody for us." <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, and, like, obviously, I, I made the comparison very specifically, but that's exactly what it was supposed to be based on, yeah. is of American, Japanese, and German imperialism after World War II. Mm-hmm. So this is, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I
1: totally, I can, yeah, I totally get that.
0: Spiral yeah. staircase.
1: I don't know how... He just hasn't gotten her, like, off the ship and try to get someone else.
0: I, I think it comes down to, as his, like, for a character reason, yeah. like, he wants a first officer that's going to fight with him. Like, that's just the kind of commander he is. He wants someone that's going to stand up for what they think is right, even if it annoys him. And they do, like, annoy each other. So this is a weird little um, fact about this episode, which I don't even know how you figure this out. But apparently some Star Trek nerd figured out, even though it's not in the script, that Kira is drinking a which is a clean-on coffee. And you're going to hear that a lot in the series, like a becomes like the drink they constantly talk about. But I just find it funny that like somehow some Star Trek nerd figured out that that was supposed to be the drink, even though they never mention it.
1: That is impressive. Yeah. That makes. Oh. Man, I. Oh, I hate her so much. <laughs> like, I totally get. Like, it's frustrating because I 100% totally get where she's coming from. Like, right. I understand the motive, but it's still just so frustrating.
0: Right. Yeah, because, like, you're like, no, I completely and utterly understand. Like especially when you put in the Nazi perspective. Yeah. yeah, no, you want to get this guy. It doesn't matter. He was a Cardassian that was there, but at the same time, it's like you're in a military unit. You kind of have to follow the rules. See, but look, Cisco like understands that too. That's why he puts her in charge of the investigation. All
1: right. And now, I'm assuming it's going to backfire. And she's going to do something radical because she's a radical. Right. And this, fuck it up.
0: This episode, like, it, it goes back on itself like five times, and it's just, it, it's really, really good writing. I'm, In fact, this episode actually got screened at the Museum for TV and Radio in L.A. for, um, like, excellence in television because mm. it's such a good episode. Odo is basically Batman.
1: <sighs> this is where it gets personal, and she's gonna. Oh man, I don't know. It's whatever.
0: I really don't think you like, and that like you're not gonna understand where this is going because it like it's so well done, and you're not gonna, like you're just not gonna figure this out. Like you think you know what's gonna happen, and it's gonna yeah. be something totally different.
1: I mean. If it does end up being something completely different, it'll make me happy, but...
0: Yeah. This is also, um, one of the creators of the show said this is the beginning of what they came to call the Cardassian monologue, and it's one of the reasons I love all the Cardassians on the show, is that they love to hear themselves talk, and they they just get these epic speeches that are always delivered so well. Like he does it here, but Garrick and Dukat both have that tendency, and it's just one of my favorite character traits on the Cardassians. So um, Kira is asking him, which honestly I, I didn't read his name, which I you know, but Kira's yeah. asking him um, what he did, and he said he was a file clerk. So, so basically, they've got the guy that um, kept the paperwork in in order at the uh, camp. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Of course
0: you do. Yep. And he was a teacher at a military academy for the years before he came to the station, and he taught filing because he was so good at it. All of it. Very believable. Somebody's got to keep the files. So I'm going to – this is a really fun conversation, but I want to I wanna help out a little bit. I'm going to give somebody a recommendation just so you kind of have an idea of the real-world stuff that this is based on. If you want to listen to the podcast, um, last podcast on the left, they did a – it's like a three-part series on Joseph Mengele who was a quote-unquote doctor at Auschwitz. And so when you think, when you watch this episode, you want to know, like, what are they talking about when they say, like, tortures and murders? Like, what could that entail? If you listen to that, you'll get a real world example of, I think, what they're trying to get to. And it's, it's pretty heavy stuff. huh
1: that's true ain't that the truth man that's Oh, see, he gets (laughs) it.
0: More than you know. More than you know, buddy. And also, I love this episode because it's another excuse to have Gold Ducat show up, and I loved Gold Ducat. I honestly, because it's been a... we've We've done all the episodes this season. Has Gold Ducat shown up in an episode we watched together yet?
1: What I'm I'm sorry I'm deeply in paying attention to this right
0: now. Yeah, I understand. That's what I'm trying not to over like. But has Goldouch shown up in another episode? He must have. Because well, he shows up in the. Well, I'll get into him more after this conversation because it's always yeah. fun to watch these two talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Man.
0: Yeah, there's so many layers to it.
1: Like, this is... I gotta say, so far... Like this is kind of my favorite episode so far.
0: Yeah, like, no, it's a it's very intense. good episode.
1: Like, yeah, the it's fact not that or anything, but it's it's intense, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, no, it's not a big like action piece, but it's a very good episode, and the fact that it's right before the season finale because next week's the season finale.
1: Right,
0: it's really cool. Um, but uh, what I was saying, and just in case, like, because it has been a while, just in case anybody's forgotten, Gal Dukat is the person that ran Deep Space Nine when it was um, in the Cardassian station over Bajor and basically ran the um, occupation of Bajor. So that's who he is, and it's been a while since he's shown up. He was in the pilot. I don't know how many other episodes in this season he shows up in, but he was in the pilot. She
1: just answered her own question. You do want vengeance because you literally just answered it that way,
0: and again, completely reasonable vengeance. I it's mean,
1: completely reasonable, but like she just answered it; she just answered her own question.
0: Yep. And Dax is telling her basically what you're saying. Yeah. That's actually a very true point that a lot of people I think could use in the real world. Yeah. If you punish him without a reason, the vengeance it won't mean anything and vengeance doesn't solve anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: So I'm not gonna get too much into it because I don't want to spoil anything that's gonna happen. This actress, this, uh, this Bajoran girl, was supposed to be the same actress that I pointed out in an episode a few weeks ago, The Forsaken. Yeah. Remember how I pointed yeah. her out? Yeah, it was supposed to be the same girl, but for whatever reason, the actor that played her in the first episode didn't work out, so this person that we're supposed to start to get to know is kind of recast. Okay. And um, that'll become important later, but I just want to point out here that that's supposed to be the same person That's why we're like looking at her, like, "Hey, I kind of know that person." Mm. And yeah, um, and it'll become apparent as we move along in the series why that was important. And a picture, picture and whatnot.
1: She give her a minute. She, my God, she <laughs> like just pulls up. Eh, you're gonna have to do better than that. I'm, I, can you give me two seconds?
0: <laughs> Especially when we're dealing with a computer that can do almost anything. Come on. So on the screen, they just um, put up like, oh, yeah, they just pulled up the only picture of the camp that exists, basically. And the guy that's tagged as Maritza in it is not the guy they have in um, custody. So like, what the hell? But the investigation continues. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, 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 dun.
0: But the guy they have in um, custody is in the picture, and it is the guy that actually ran the whole camp. So, yep, they basically got the guy they want. I know that's not funny but man how do you be how can you be so glib That
1: is a that is a I mean it's a badass line
0: It's a horrible context but it is yep. a badass line you can only kill me once I, get, I think this is, well, maybe not. No, because they got. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent of this is in the real world. But this has definitely happened where people are like, oh, it wasn't an official war, so it's not technically a war crime. Oh, my. <laughs> Like, seriously, this is, like, you're just reading the closed captioning. If you listen to the way he delivers this, it's so fucking just good. Like, horrible message, but just the delivery is such good acting.
1: Jesus.
0: so while we're just because we just went past it this is the first mention of what's called the shakar resistance cell that Kira and Maurice was in and it gets it gets talked about a lot more as we go on but this was its first notice so just i point that out it's a good little tidbit of trivia for this episode And just as a kind of again, just kind of summing up for anybody that's not watching, he basically she just confronted him about being galled to hear. and He said, Yep, I was, and I was really good at killing Bajorans.
1: Man, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy.
0: Yeah. To sugarcoat it though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd say most of the ruling um, government in Cardassia probably did some sort of war crime. But whatever, oh, yeah. you got this guy.
1: <clears throat> yep. Yeah, that might
0: be a good idea.
1: Uh oh, no, oh those. Oh. Yeah. interesting you know he's not wrong yeah i was kind of curious about that too when he first said it
0: yeah so basically odo just said it doesn't make sense that he would know that she was part of the shikar resistance cell because he used he ran a forced labor camp he wasn't part of like military intelligence
1: yeah
0: so, so yeah now odo is trying to figure out why the hell he would know who what is this cell she was in
1: That still doesn't explain why he would remember it. Yeah.
0: Like, his memory is that good? Yeah, no. No, there's definitely, there's still a lot more to this story.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I said, it it really has a lot of twists and turns, but in the end, it's very, very good how it ends up. Like, from a writing standpoint, I don't know if it's good from a human being standpoint, I guess. It's, I won't say this has a happy ending for an episode about a war criminal. So, that's probably not going to lead to trouble.
1: Right? <laughs> uh, why am i not surprised why am Cork i is not off. surprised
0: i mean you gotta love him he's consistent
1: yeah he really is
0: so those those you know concentration camp survivors probably could use a little bit of gambling Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. So, Galdukat won't give him a file on Galdukhieler, because of course he wouldn't, What you know, what government would, but he's telling him that Galdukhieler is dead and he attended his funeral. So, Mm -hmm. Huh. Oh, you know it's a good episode when you and I just get lost in watching the episode. This
1: is this is so crazy. I this is the most confused I've been by by one of these episodes so far. Well, a good confused. I've been I've probably been more confused, but it would it'd be like a bad confused. Like I don't understand why I'm watching this. Right.
0: This is a good. Yeah, no, this is like, and both the uh, the actress that plays Kira and um, I believe, yeah, the guy that played Quark. It's either Quark or Odo. I can't, I didn't write down the name. But like two of the actors on the show said this is like one of their favorite episodes. So that should tell you something because they yeah. did a lot of these episodes.
1: I mean, I'm. I mean, I'll admit it. I'm enthralled.
0: This is the most into an episode I've been so far. Yeah. No, but it's definitely. I think the like they talk. Like I said, the Cardassian monologue. This is the first episode where we really get to see a Cardassian character for what they are in these episodes, and it be, and they become like my favorite episodes. Whenever there's a Garrick or a Gul Dukat episode, like those are my favorite. Just because I love the Cardassian mindset like the stories that they tell whenever they show up. Oh, poor Grubby.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. You know... I think this also gives you as a writer this gives you an ability to write something that you don't get out of real life because if you go back and you read the like trials manuscripts of the like the Nuremberg trials you're not going to get Nazis doing that yeah like you're just not but as a writer when you write this you can have a character you know be proud of the horrible things that they did
1: Man, I just – I just don't – I don't know.
0: I mean, I would have passed – to cut either to make up a death certificate. Hmm. So, again, just keeping everybody up to date, if you're just listening to this, you're going along, um, like, if you're driving to work, they basically just, um, Odo's saying that because he has california disease, it can't be galdo here because only if you were there when the mining accident happened could you get it, and he wasn't at the camp at the time.
1: Darn it! One second, I think I'm. Can we? We're we're so close to being done too. Um, can we? We're gonna have to take a quick pause. It's kind of an emergency. I apologize. Okay, I'll
0: pause it here and we can reconvene whenever you're ready. Just let me know.
1: Yep. Sorry. Hey, buddy. Hey.
0: Okay, so we're gonna get resunk back up. Where were you? Thirty-seven twenty-seven. Oh, I'm actually, pretty close. let um, I'll wait for my thing to get there. Okay, so I'm at thirty-seven twenty-seven. Um, whenever you're ready, we can play in three, two, one, play. Mm. Okay, so that'll just be a stop off for them, and we're right back into the conversation.
1: Yep.
0: Is everything okay? By the way.
1: Yeah. Yep. Everything's fine.
0: Okay. Yep. Just want to check in with you.
1: Yep. I yeah. I can. Yeah. Everything's fine for the podcast. Everything's
0: fine. Cool. Alrighty.
1: <clears throat> ah, a doppelganger.
0: Yep. So the doctor just came in and said that his um, medical record says he definitely has Calignore, but about five years ago, he started taking a thing that basically you only take if you have plastic surgery to regenerate your face. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> Got him. Yep. Huh. like i want to talk about this but this is so good that yeah like i'm gonna definitely i'm Maybe I'll even put a little intro at the beginning of this. Well, I usually do that when we have a, a break yeah. in the show anyway, but this is just one of those episodes you got to watch before you watch with us because it's so fucking good, it's hard to, for us to really make it any better as much as I would like to. Like uh, I love this episode because we're just now getting to this and completely opposite of where we ended up or where we started. And by the way, I don't know, like I've never done much acting, but I don't know what it takes to go from evil person to completely sympathetic character. It feels like it would be hard. So, since they um, just revealed it, basically, it turns out that he is Metza, the file clerk. Um, He made himself look like all the cure, and he just, um, yeah, he hated what happened at the camps. Like, he just talked about crying himself to sleep when he would hear the screams of the Bajorans.
1: Hmm.
0: So I mean man I want I really like want to know if this has any kind of real life correlation but basically he um he thinks that his trial will make Cardassia admit that they were wrong you know for the whole atrocities of the of the occupation Oh, I forgot this is one more. Huh.
1: Didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, I forgot about it too myself. It makes the episode much more depressing. So the drunk that Bajoran who was in the cell next to him just came up behind um came up behind the Cardassian and stabbed him. And killed him. Yep. And his reaction was that he wasn't when Pierre says he wasn't called here, he said he was he was a Cardassian. That's all that matters. Yep. That's the kind of upbeat endings you get from Deep Space Nine when it's doing its best. Yep. Uh, awesome episode, though. Just awesome, awesome episode. Yeah. <laughs> it,
1: that was... That was easily easily
0: the best episode so far this season. Yeah. No, it's... And
1: like, it's, not even close.
0: Yeah. And this is as we're getting towards the end, because like I told you, it takes a little while for it to get to feet, but it definitely, by this point, has started to really pick up what it is to be Star Trek, or what it is to be Deep Space Nine, as opposed to, like, Next Generation. Like, yeah. that darker stuff is what's going to really drive it. And then the next episode, which is our season finale, is called In the Hands of the Prophets. And um, I won't get too much into it, but it's it's really good. Um, it's got a lot to do with the religion of Bajor. And it introduces someone that's going to be appearing a lot in the, in the rest of the series. So it's a lot of fun. But, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I really love that episode. Like, it's uh, definitely one of my favorites. If I were ever going through and just picking out episodes, even though you don't really need that episode too much to like do mm. the whole story, I would definitely always put that on my list to watch, just because it's so good. So yeah, um, yeah.
1: Oh, and that was like the only that was the only episode we watched so far that kept me completely enthralled throughout the whole
0: thing. Yeah. No, it's definitely uh, it's definitely on my top. Uh, 10 list I would say at least but um, yeah. I think that's it for this week um, this Wednesday we're watching another Nitro I can't remember which Nitro it is really but that's mm-hmm. going to be fun as always I always love yeah. by Nitro and I think if I'm doing let's see what's today yeah so we're recording this as we do the weekend before we actually put them out the next Friday which will be the 5th we're going to have a bonus episode which we've all, I've already recorded with uh, DJ Madman where we watched um, the 1995 Power Rangers movie and that's just as awesome as it sounds. So, can't wait for that. Um, hope everybody enjoys it and hope everybody joins us on Wednesday for our next episode of Nitro. Woo. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we're done?
1: Hug it out and dig it down.
0: I mean... Yeah, what else can you say? All right, everybody, exactly. have a great night. See you next week for the season finale of season one. I can't believe we did it, got through the season. Woo. <laughs> and then we'll have a discussion about where we're going next. I think I do like our plan, though, of after season one, watching um, like those two episodes of Next Generation as kind of like a break, yeah. and then doing starting season two.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea.
0: All right, well, have a good night, everybody.
1: Deuces.